The final frontier begins. This is about saving the future of humanity. This is a huge victory for the good guys. You've never seen Voyager. Commitment to this course of action is not emotional. Johnny, beam us up. Welcome to another episode of the Beam Me Up podcast. My name is Brent Allen, and I have seen every episode of Star Trek multiple times. And I'm Matt, and this is my first time through the series. And this is the show where Matt gets to explore how Star Trek has become the cultural phenomenon that it is today. And the rest of us get to relive watching Star Trek for the very first time through the eyes of someone who's never seen it before. My challenge? How do you boil down over 750 hours of Star Trek content to a manageable size to give Matt a pretty complete Star Trek experience that doesn't take 15 years to get through? Today's episode, Space Seed. This is the episode where Kirk and the crew find the Botany Bay, a derelict ship from Earth's past, way out in a region of space where it really shouldn't be. On the ship, they find a bunch of people in suspended animation, so they do what everybody does when they find somebody in suspended animation for 300 years. They wake them up, except it turns out to be a bunch of genetically modified superhumans. Think about 80 evil Captain Americas who want to take over the ship, take over a world, and eventually universe. It's a good thing that Captain Kirk can go toe-to-toe with them, though, and he can also hold his breath for a really long time because in the end the augments are stranded on seti alpha 5 australian penal colony style kind of like the name botany bay would suggest and spock wonders aloud what it would be like to revisit them in a hundred years or so and see what happened maybe he won't have to wait that long matt now that you've seen this episode this is your i think sixth episode of star trek something like that what'd you think lose track yeah i'm not gonna stop calling them out by number because we're gonna lose track of them but what'd you think i i I like this. I, 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 you could probably guess why right off the bat because sure. I've said it before. I'm, I'm going to keep saying it, but I love an origin story. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure this is a fairly important origin story because it kind of brought back I, something I don't think I brought up before. I've heard of this name before. Yes. Khan. Khan. Yes. 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 There's, there's the great exclamation of Khan. Right. Right. And shall we jump ahead to why did we put this episode in the list of shows you should watch? We'll get there eventually. Yeah, Go yeah. ahead, Matt. Um, and, and that also brought flooding back into my memory. I just to be completely honest with everybody, I think that I, I recall there's a movie called Wrath of Khan. Yes, Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Once generally, again, I, by the way, by the way, I'll just go ahead and tell you this: generally considered the best Star Trek movie uh, out there of the thirteen. Okay, by a lot of people, it's not my personal favorite, but it's in my top three. So, so I, I mean, I, I, I know the title. I've heard the title, and maybe that's why I mean, because sure. it's you know, popular, I guess. Sure, but I have not seen that film. Just uh-huh. to read. Reiterate, I, I haven't seen it. It's just little tidbits that yes. I've picked up over the years of, oh, okay, I guess that's Star Trek. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it, it's starting to make more sense. And yes. there, there are a lot of things in this, this story that I would not have guessed about, you know, how Khan came into being. Because I, I, I guess I assumed Khan was always kind of like a villain. 
given right. you know titles like the wrath of khan sure um well i guess he kind of was always a villain it's just weird mm-hmm. that they found him and he was on board the ship and they brought him back to life and stuff like mm-hmm. that that that's that's was a, he a weird villain? was he a villain uh, that that be i mean that's one of the questions it. like yeah, what, and, and yeah. we'll definitely get into it but mm-hmm. no you're absolutely right this is the movie that is the uh inspiration and the precursor for the second movie wrath of khan uh okay. the first star trek movie while not being a really good movie was a big box office hit Sure. So, you know, obviously Paramount I, Studios, who owns the movie rights, was like, yes, we're making a sequel. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was going to say the, the first one's going to be a hit just because mm-hmm. like Star Trek, I'm sure, had a following by that point. Otherwise, I don't think they would have tried a movie. Right. And, like what what year did the first one come out? Yeah. So uh, the first Star Trek movie, I want to say, came out in 79. Right. And this one okay. came out, I want to so say it was 82, after. somewhere around there. Okay, 82, 84. Okay. I want to say it was 82. Um, but the so what was happening in the real world as far as Star Trek and pop culture. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's a little history lesson for you. You're not going to get this from the episode. So the first, so Star Trek only had three seasons. The original series yep. had three yep. seasons, and then there was an animated se- series which only lasted for one season. Okay. Oh, like in the seventies? I want to. Yes, I want to say it was like very early seventies. Okay, and and the animation's horrible, but it, like it was great back then, I guess. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you you you've mentioned that there was an animated series before, yeah. and I I guess I kind of just assumed it was like eighties nine late eighties early nineties or something like no, that. No, but... no, 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 no. It was it was because it was okay. with the original cast. Um, I want to say most of the original cast was the voice actors. Don't quote me on that. Really? Yes, that, that's yes. interesting. Listeners out there, if I mean, I, I can <laughs> Google it. I'm not going to. Yeah, right now. don't worry about it. Um, you know, obviously, animation is a lot cheaper to produce than than live action. You know, but uh, it only had three, and it was all filmed in the late 60s, okay. right? And then it, the show went into syndication, and people started watching it on reruns. It wasn't super popular mm-hmm. in its original run. In fact, they tried to shut it down after the second season. Yeah. Like, they canceled it, and then somebody, like, got a bunch of Star Trek fans together, and they wrote, all wrote in letters, mm-hmm. and the, uh, the the studio came back and was like, okay, fine, we'll give you another season. But then they moved them to, like, Friday at 8 o'clock in the death slot. <laughs> and Gene Roddenberry at that point was like, ah, screw it, I don't care anymore and like the third season of star trek the original series is bad like it's it's <laughs> not it it's not good and mostly right. because gene kind of like like he was basically just pissed off about the whole the whole yeah. way the whole thing yeah. went down right Makes um sense. and we will watch an episode possibly two from the third <laughs> season before we're done um but it's we're not we're not gonna watch a lot of it anyway uh <laughs> just to let y'all know um but it, it it what it picked up really a cult following there in the seventies, mm-hmm. right? And Gene had kind of said, "Hey, I want to go back and redo this," and he had plans for like a Star Trek Phase Two, okay? And he had plans for for some of this other stuff that eventually that morphed into Star Trek: The Next Generation in the the mid ish late eighties. Okay, very aptly titled then. Yeah, that, that, that's that's it what that it, it eventually morphed into. That, but originally Phase Two was I think supposed to start the original series, so yeah. they. Instead of you know committing to a new series, they said we'll go make a movie. The movie was very popular. Okay, we'll go make another movie. You know, and they did that a bunch of times throughout the eighties, sure, and even the early nineties, uh, throughout the nineties as well. Um, so you kind of had this bouncing back and forth in the timeline. So yeah, it, it, there was you know the the fan convention started up in the seventies, okay. which was just you know like I think I want to say that Star Trek is the genesis of the fan convention. Very, I, like if you possibly. look at fan, yeah. I'm pretty sure Star Trek is the con- the, the genesis of the fan convention. So, yeah. So it, it, this this episode definitely is the catalyst for uh, Wrath of Khan. 
Uh, and Wrath of Khan itself is the catalyst for another movie that is uh, set in the the new timeline, the the new J.J. Abrams. They kind of did okay. a riff on on Wrath of Khan, and we'll get there when when we get to that. Sure, we'll, sure. we'll get there. Uh, in fact, I've debated kind of saying, "Hey, let's press pause on watching further episodes <laughs> and let's go watch Wrath of Khan next week." I don't think we're going to do that. I, I think okay. we'll, we'll wait because there's some other things that you're going to want to see first before we get there. And you said you like kind of we're taking it in order. So, yep. Uh, yep. so we'll get there. Um, but, yeah, Rathicon uh, is definitely – and this sets it up. It's a thing. <laughs> and, and, and not only that, though, this really sets up a lot of the history of Star Trek. Like what happened between the 60s and the 2260s? Which is like if you if you take the star dates and convert them mm-hmm. into our dating system, Star Trek the original series has taken place in like the twenty two sixties. Okay. Okay. So about three hundred years. So what happened to get us to that point? And yeah. you know, and they kind of reference some of those pieces. There's also did you catch Khan's full name? Uh I I did. I don't think I made a note of okay. it. It's Khan Noonien Singh. Yep. Okay. I just want you to take that, store that in your hard drive in the way, 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 way back files. Okay. <laughs> okay. And just leave it there for a very long time. All right. Okay. Uh, just just hang on to it. Just wait just, for something to click down the just, road. Yeah. Just just remember because it right. does, you know, and there's there's some uh, – this sets up some things that happen with, with – uh, throughout the entire run of Star Trek, to be honest with you. Um, okay. So you're, you're going to enjoy it, This and this really becomes that, uh, that, that starting point. So uh, with that uh, – by the way, I like this episode too. I it's really the do. Seed. Do what? It's the seed. The seed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh I see what you did about. there. I see what you did there. Um, and you may you may have actually even caught my, you know, there's that line at the very end of the show where mm-hmm. Spock's like, you know, it'd be really interesting to revisit these guys in 100 years and see what seed you've planted today. And uh-huh. I kind of said, you know, at the top of the show, maybe you won't have to wait 100 years. Yeah. Clearly that, reference. I, I, I mean, that's kind of what I figured. Yeah. Be- because I've heard the name Khan before, I'm like, okay, yeah. th- th- this is going to come back. Yeah. Somehow, some yeah. way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It, if me, someone who hasn't really followed the series at all, knows mm-hmm. the name Khan, right. this isn't the only time we see him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, Matt, as we continue through this, I'm I'm curious to see the things that you picked up, the things that stood mm-hmm. out to you, or the things that just made you kind of go, "Huh." So, let's start with the questions that you had. What, like, what what popped out to you as you were watching this episode that you're like, "I need more explanation." All right. Uh, first thing probably mm-hmm. doesn't have anything to do with the episode itself, but okay. it is a question. Uh, I, I noticed for the first time, really, I, I honestly couldn't tell you if it was there in the other episodes or not. Mm-hmm. But when you get the outside shots of the Enterprise, yeah, it says NCC 1701. Wow. You're just now seeing that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh well, the first time I paid attention to it, I guess. Sure. I, I, like it's it, it, it's it's very like obviously there. Uh-huh. So I'm like, th- they gotta have some meaning behind that, right? Sure, they do. Sure, I, they do. But like, I I did I couldn't figure out like I, nothing that I've learned so far really mm-hmm. seemed to fit that 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 lettering or numbering sure. scheme. Sure. So you know you're you're familiar with uh, the way that we number our naval ships these days. We say USS. Yeah. Or Britain says the HMS, you know, sure. and uh, yep. USS is the United States ship or uh, Britain is Her Majesty's, Her Majesty's ship or ship. His Majesty's ship or something like that. Right. Um, uh, United USS. Sometimes you'll see in Star Trek is United Spaceship. Yep. Sometimes they say that. Well, NCC um, uh, stands for Naval um, 
Yes, naval construction contract. You'll never need to know that. Okay, it's just. But, but I like to know that. Yes, it's, that's it's gonna. If that's I ever what it end is. Up at some Star Trek trivia, you know. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> and then and then there's just the number. Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, that, that, and that makes sense. And yes. the, the way so the way it's huh. Go ahead. It, basically, what it is is like whoever was assigned to build it was like this is the basically the project number of the ship. Yeah, and 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 how that breaks down is, and this is within the Star Trek mythology. This is the seventeenth starship design. Okay, and it's the first ship of that design. This is a const constitution. Interesting. Class. I, I like this. Is it constitution? I uh, uh, constellation. I, I don't know if it's I know the constell. Sorry, constellation class. Okay. Uh, it is you know it's a constellation class starship. Um, and and so it's the seventeenth design. Mm-hmm. And because I, I have you come across other Starfleet vessels yet in your watch? I can't remember if I you've seen any. Don't I don't think, think we have. So oh, like the the, the, fir- the first really ship they talked about that in any depth was this one we ran across in this the episode, Bay, right? Which that's yeah. not a Starfleet vessel. That's, that's no, a no. But vessel, it, right? like they, they referred to it as that Earth ship, and it, they gave yeah. it a like DX. One hundred or something like that. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, you know, so there, there are other Starfleet vessels that look different. Okay, Okay. I'll just tell you they're out there. We'll eventually run into them. We'll get there. You can imagine that different vessel designs. The the, the first one of this type, yeah, others should look different. (laughs) So, I mean, there is theoretically out there a seventeen o two, seventeen o three. You know, but so like the seventeen o two would look the same as the seventeen o one. Yeah, it's the seventeenth design. It's the second ship of its. Yeah. Of its uh, built, you yep. know. Uh, so if you get to like a 1723, like they've got a lot of those ships floating around, <laughs> you know. It was a good ship. Yeah, it was a good ship. It was a good ship. Um, now, the seven, the NCC 1701 is, it, this is just a number you need to know. That means Enterprise. Okay. When we talk about the 1701, you're talking about the Enterprise. Sure. It just That's just the one you're talking about. So um, eventually we'll talk about another called number. Uh, at least those, those letters will change a little bit, but that's not going to be for a couple more series okay so but uh it'll be fun and then when we get to things like next generation and you know the other enterprise show and and some Mm -hmm. of those uh some of the movies uh well we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see what happens we i won't jump i won't jump the timeline and and, uh but yes the ncc ncc 1701 definitely that's a number if you're gonna get into star trek you just need to know it good to know yeah there's there's a i want to say do you ever watch the show heroes yes okay um george takai was in that that show Mm -hmm. i don't know if you remember that or not george takai who played sulu he was he was the father of one of the characters okay okay there's a a shot when he first comes on screen where he's like riding in a limo and it it pulls up and it shows the back and if you look at the license plate on his limo it says (laughs) ncc 1701 as his license plate. oh that's fantastic yeah 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 it's just there's little things like that 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 are just fun i I, you see, I have a feeling that's going to be one of those things that now that I know what it is, I'm going to see it everywhere. Yes. I promise you, you'll almost never, ever hear the phrase naval construction contract. It'll sure. just be NCC. Yep. So. Yep. Makes sense. But 1701. Yes. Yeah. All right. So questions a little more about this episode specifically. Sure. Uh, so fairly early on, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're talking about the wars and stuff. Mm. Um, and they're talking about the, the selective breeding that went on. Uh-huh. And... Bones kind of, 
you know, almost takes offense when, you know, Spock says that, it, you know, it was their attempt at, at doing this. And he's like, no, not, not our attempt. It was like this select, this, this group of scientists who were all logic and stuff. And I'm like, what yeah. is he, is bones like implying that the Vulcans actually had something to do with it or just people like the Vulcans yes. or like, <laughs> no, I, not I, that Vulcans themselves did it. Okay. But okay. people that, because uh, like, okay, go back to why, why would we genetically modify anyone? Yeah. Like, like, seriously, like that's a question. Like uh, if, if we're dealing with genetic modification today, mm-hmm, what is mm-hmm. the justification for going in and genetically modifying anyone? To get rid of the bad stuff. Yeah. To take care of birth defects. I mean, yeah. certainly making somebody strong, making, so, you know, doubling their, or, or at least 150% their, their lung capacity, <laughs> um, increasing their, their brain power and their ability mm-hmm. to study and to learn and to think, um, like that seems like good stuff. Yeah. Right. If we can go mm-hmm. in and, and kind of fix this and advance the human race. Yeah. And doing that, like that logic, which which was, yeah. Khan's whole thing is like, you know, you've gotten better technology, but men are still the same. They always were. Right. Right. Um, You know, which I think, you know, this kind of might get more into the moral question of, you know, can man change without having the genetic modification? Uh Like, what is the real change that people are looking for? Is it really things like your 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 lung capacity and your brain power (laughs) and your strength? Or is it maybe more something to do with, I don't know, your heart? And I don't mean Mm -hmm. the muscle. I mean, you know, you, who you are as a person and the choices that you make um and the type of person you are i i you know but uh so yeah yeah no bones is totally throwing shade at the whole no emotion just be logical make your decisions that way thing sure but he's not saying vulcans did it yeah so okay yeah. that's good good to know because yeah. i yeah because it seemed like it you know it happened well actually no they, they were talking back in, the, in way back in the 1990s right but <laughs> which i mean think about it in their in their view I, that's 30 I, years I, in the future i i i understand yeah. and, and that that's I, I I had a few yeah. chuckles when they threw out like exact dates like 1990s yeah. and 2018 was yeah. in there and I'm like right. well we're, we're past that well, now. but that, I mean but Matt you and I experienced this in our own generation oh yeah absolutely. with back to the future absolutely. remember yep. back to the future went mm-hmm. literally 30 mm-hmm. years into the future into yep. 2015 and we we are past 2015 as we record this now and we go hey where's our hoverboards <laughs> where's our self-tying Nikes yep <laughs> right yep but yeah, so that was interesting too. But mm-hmm. um, so just I, I I don't need an in depth answer or anything. But sure. do you know Botany Bay? Yeah, is that actually a real place? Botany Bay is a bay in Australia, which is where. Uh, do you know how Australia got populated um, by non Aboriginal people? I, I I believe it was actually a penal colony. It was yes. They, it's they yeah. took their prisoners. Yeah. Took them on a boat, dropped them off in Botany Bay. No survival, no no supplies, no nothing. Just said, so. So was live. Botany Bay like the first penal colony over there? Or? I I don't know the history of that to say it was okay. the first one, but but I, it, it was actually a penal colony. It was a penal colony, and the okay. yeah, the bay. From what I understand, uh, from what I've read, uh, sure. I wasn't there. I don't really know. I guess. Yep. yep. Uh, Botany Bay was the bay in Australia. Like it, you can go to Aust- Botany Bay in Australia right now, right? Okay. And it's actually a bay. That's where the ships would sail in and they'd boot mm-hmm. people off the boats and say good luck yep. and turn around and leave yeah so yeah so when you you know it, it bears a lot of <laughs> you know the name 
is very <laughs> apropos. Let's say that. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. it makes sense. They made it work. Yeah. Um, okay, that's that's all I wanted to know. Sure. Um, but let's see, turbo elevators. Yeah. Who who knew they had a special name? Right. Pretty. Do you, <laughs> like, you want to know how fast? Here, this, this is the thing in Star Trek. You should just know. Do you know how fast a turbo lift? Uh, later, they become known as turbo lifts. Okay. Okay. That, that name finally changes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Turbo elevator, turbo whatever. It's turbo lift, turbo elevator. You want to know how fast they go? Uh, faster than they did back then, but not nearly no. as fast as we can go now. They, no, no, not at all. They will go as fast as the script calls for the conversation to happen inside that little room. Yeah, that's pretty much. I, I what we see, and that, that's what always got me too. Is like I, mm-hmm. I actually, I guess, didn't necessarily realize that was actually an elevator right there until yep. this episode. Like I, I mean, sure. I thought it was just like a, I never, never really paid attention if there was a like back wall back there. Mm-hmm. I just assumed like it opened into a hallway, and that's you know that was the entrance mm-hmm. to the bridge. Right. And so yeah, that's where everybody came from. Right. Um, I, like I didn't realize you had to get take an elevator to get to the bridge. Right. But yeah, and that the so elevator opened onto the bridge yeah yeah, yeah that's that seems a little little weird yeah like but it almost it seems like you should have some sort of like antechamber situation <laughs> right. going on before you get to the bridge I mean, actually matt what could possibly happen <laughs> could anything ever come out of that elevator or turbo lift that yep. would cause any kind of issues on any episode uh-huh, of Star Trek uh-huh, going forward? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. like i i did notice that Never. Like, people have joked around with this before uh-huh. uh in in other series right you know how you know there, there'll be two people walking down a hallway having a conversation and right. then one of them leaves and it's like oh this other person just happened to show up at the right time at the right point in the conversation when they can <laughs> right. it's like okay and, and that's kind of what happens here it's like you know la di da di da di da we need to talk to bones oh he just popped out of the elevator okay there he is yeah <laughs> funny you're here yeah good thing talking about you yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's weird, but I, like I'm not. It's not going to bother me too much because it happens. Yeah. It's and, TV. And I mean, so we're we're twenty some odd episodes in now to mm-hmm. Star Trek. We're only six, but yeah. you know, it it again in a lot of ways they're still figuring out what they're calling stuff and where sure, things sure. are. So um, I, like yeah. it, it just struck me. It's like turbo. Hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. But now that you mention it, like I I hadn't even realized that it was an elevator until this episode either. Yeah. So that's yeah. all good. Uh, final question. Then I think sure. Khan kept referencing we. Uh huh. And I, 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 I was hoping it would it'd be explained a little more clearly. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I have two guesses, but I'm still not entirely sure. Okay. Um, Who are your guesses? Either all of the other people that were on the ship sleeping. Okay. Or uh, when we found out, like there, there were other. I forget if they had a name for them. You know, the the, the other tyrants sure. that that they they referenced before. Like, uh-huh. I I don't know if he has like some way of contacting. Like, well, no, they'd probably be dead if they weren't sleeping. I don't know. Right. So I get like it has to be the people on the ship, right? Right. Or is it still here, a question? Here, here's the answer. As far as I understand it, yeah. Okay. Uh, and I'll be honest. This is this is just I've always understood it as this, so I've never because I don't it. think I don't think the it's answer super, is super both. Clear. The answer is both because the other people on the ship are the other tyrants. Oh, so there's okay. a lot more of them than I, 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 because yeah, Con, they, they, Con, they, remember, remember what they said about Khan. Okay? Yeah. Is he was, he was the, um, I forget what the exact phrase is, but he was the, he was the, the best of the tyrants. Yeah. He was the most he, admired he, of the tyrants, right? They, they said he, uh, he ran like a quarter of the earth. Yeah. And so like, yeah. th- that's why, 
you know, I, I, I never put that together and say, oh, there are like 80 other tyrants. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if he owns a quarter, there's like three others. Right. <laughs> like, well, I mean, that's if everybody's, you know, equal. Yeah, if everybody's out. equal. So the, but okay, so let even, me. Even so, if, mm-hmm. you, if you have to split up 75% of the earth with 79 other people, like right. you each have a tiny section. You're not doing very well. <laughs> right. So here's my question. How much do you want to know about this eugenics war and this World War Three that they talked about? Uh, well, I'm curious, but if mm-hmm. if we're gonna hit it later, yeah. See, here's the thing, and and this is where <laughs> this is where this kind of show kind of stumps me. All right, I, when you've seen every episode multiple times, they all mm-hmm. kind of run together. Sure. After a while, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure where each little bit of information comes from. Uh, from enough. each from each episode, or if we're going to hit all of those episodes yep. eventually to come back and fill this in. Um, but I, it's not exactly a spoiler to talk about what happened either. Sure, does Go that for make it. sense? So I'm I'm so I'll tell you I'll tell you what I can tell you based on the information that really was given to us in this episode, and then that has kind of been filled in. But for those of you listening out there that know what else comes, um, I'm going to try to leave some of that stuff out so that can still be a surprise, uh, particularly when we get to um the stuff that happened in enterprise so which is more than enough of a spoiler for matt so <laughs> uh so here's the deal um they referenced the third world war and the eugenics wars yes and a lot of and are those not the same they thing? are not the same thing okay, okay? they i know they made it sound I, like it here yeah yeah they'll cause, delineate cause, between the two later because okay? they yeah they mentioned yeah. like the, the third world war in the 1990s yeah. and then like right. called it like the eugenics wars like yeah. oh yeah that's what you called it or right, something like right, that right. And it's like yeah, and I, okay. I have to believe that when they wrote this episode, that's actually what they meant. Sure. Okay, but, but I will go yeah. ahead and tell you later they that's fair. they separate the two, and, and they're okay. two very different things. However, the eugenics wars were the prelude and really the catalyst for World War Three. Okay. Okay. Um, so now, so keep, that probably makes a little more sense. Right. Right. So so keep in <laughs> mind this is all in the 1960s. They're building transitions for how to get to where they eventually got to. Sure. Okay. So um so the the eugenics wars uh they were a, really a series of conflicts. Okay, not necessarily one big one, but there were a series of conflicts that were fought on Earth between 1992 and 1996, which also happens to be the time that Khan ruled a quarter of the Earth. If you caught that, I think they gave us those dates. Um, The the this was the result of uh, you know people trying to improve the human race through both selective breeding and genetic engineering. All right, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, these wars or these conflicts ultimately really devastated many, many different places on Earth, caused something like 30 million deaths. Okay. Okay. According to ca- canonical history, um, and it it plunged the planet really close to like a second dark age. Okay. Okay. Um, it, it just wasn't it, it wasn't great. Now, reports as to how the wars began kind of vary. Okay. Some of this is coming mm-hmm. from novels that have been written. Um, uh, some claim that, that so basically here's what happened was Khan was you know a genetically enhanced person and he yes. rises to power and he kind of Roman Empire styles pulls all of these. Nations together okay? okay but he was actually like yes he was a dictator mm-hmm. right and and the word tyrant is very much in quotation marks because they talk <laughs> about like how there were no massacres yeah they you know there were no wars of aggression under this people uh-huh, were taken uh-huh. care of like you know is that really a tyrant but they also didn't have any freedom <laughs> yes exactly okay and, and, so and that, that's like 
I mean that you you can argue that both ways. I mean, we, yeah. we have those different types of government all over the world right now. Sure, and, and there there's a reason that some people will support dictators. Yeah, it's because like they don't have to worry about like not much goes wrong. Sure, like yeah, they can't necessarily you know choose what job they're working or mm-hmm. travel to another country freely or wh- whatever the case may be li- little things like that 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 we take for granted right. but like they're okay because day to day they're taken care of right right so you had that um now i don't know that he consolidated a quarter of the earth all together at once it's probably take place over the court by the way four years that's all we're talking about here mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. um well other genetically enhanced people see sure. what Khan doing and they're like oh let me go take over my little spot and so what you started <laughs> having was these little supermen like all yep. like grabbing their own power i thought that was an interesting yeah term so that they threw so too. just because Khan had this huge spot doesn't mean that you didn't have a ton of other little guys sure. kind of hanging out there right well Khan, being who he is you know he can kind of rally the people or at least supposedly so here's what we don't know all right and this is kind of still the uh uh like in star trek lore like this is what's shrouded in mystery Mm-hmm. You know, the, the we don't know if it was humanity rose up against Khan and in the the super people. Yep. Okay. Or if they started fighting among themselves. Okay. You know, presumably for control of each other's land. Sure. Sure. Right. Um. And so that began the eugenics wars. Like I said, uh, thirty. The, the estimates are between thirty and thirty-seven million people were were gone. Um. Entire populations were bombed out of existence. Um. And because of this, there was you know governments across the world were were just all up in chaos and different things like that right mm-hmm. um what this didn't do is it didn't eliminate genetic or selective breeding okay yeah. um it certainly it certainly put genetic you know genetically modified people into the bad category across the face of the planet mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but they still existed yeah right so okay in our storyline Khan and his people are all you know tried and sentenced to death but then they just disappear yeah because they get on the boat and go away or they get on the ship and go away right um so in the year 20, I want to say it was 2026. Yes, it was. 2026 is when World War Three actually kicked off. All right. Okay. And this will come out through an episode that we are not going to watch of the original series later. Okay. Sure. We're just, we're not going to watch. It's not a great episode. Um, but I'll just tell you, uh, is Colonel Green, I think was his name, something like that. Basically, they start searching for these people who are left over as genetically modified people mm-hmm. and they want to commit genocide, basically wipe them all out. Sure. Okay. Well, you start having genocide and wipe them all out at any cost. So then you start having atomic bombs going off. You have uh, eco-terrorism, you know, where they just completely go in and decimate the the ecology of an, of an entire area. And then honest, honestly, genocide. Yeah. And this lasted for like 20 some odd years to 2053. Okay. Do the math. I don't know how much. What is that? 27 <laughs> years, I want to say. Sure. Um, yeah, let's go with it. 27 years. That's a long war. A 27-year yeah. war is a long war. Well, this resulted in uh, something like 600 to 700 million deaths, okay? I mean, that's a a lot of people. Now, in an Earth population of 7 billion people, you're talking basically a tenth, a tenth of the people um, Mm -hmm. gone, right? Uh, And and a lot of the the cities were just decimated. Very few governments were even left at the end of this. And so you can imagine, like, the world at the end of this time is very, what do we do? now okay well within 10 years of the end of that world war three okay Mm -hmm. is when an event called first contact happens 
Okay. Okay. A guy named Zephyrin Cochran, he develops the first warp drive, launches okay. it into outer space. The Vulcans look over and go, hey, they got warp drive. Let's go say hi now. <laughs> and the Vulcans come in and they make first contact and humans realize we're not alone in the galaxy. Sure. Okay. Well, that event is what you – so imagine you've got humanity that's completely decimated. Everybody's kind of picking up the pieces even 10 years later, still yeah. trying to figure it out. We're not alone in the galaxy. All of humanity unites. Yep. Okay. Borders don't matter to us anymore. Mm-hmm. All of this mm-hmm. stuff. So World War Three really was the catalyst for everybody coming together. You know, th- it allowed that to happen. It's what allowed us to not fight. Okay. And unify us. And then, you know, we came together as a united earth, right? Countries yep. didn't matter yep. anymore. A couple of cities were left. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, a couple hundred years later, we get to where we are now. Yeah. Okay. But that's kind of the, they're not the same I, thing, but that's, that's what they Sure, were. sure. Yeah. So, I, 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 I can see a bigger picture for me here yeah and, now and how, how this all right now works. now i should also point out that um uh genetic modification mm-hmm. gets outlawed in in oh, i would the, i would imagine the yeah. united earth like okay we can't have this anymore this is not okay they're scared that people are going to rise to power again and all that kind of stuff so there's a ban that's placed on genetic engineering and it also unfortunately and this is kind of what i call the underbelly of it <laughs> um to the point that anyone who is genetically modified really becomes an outcast from society sure because there are still those people out there or the yeah. descendants yeah. of those people out there right um the technology still exists the know-how still existed of course and so you know you get the black market for people doing that mm-hmm. right um but it, it it very much it became banned and uh basic i don't want to say it went so far as that their existence was a crime but to genetically modify any living human being was a crime sure was not okay and if you were a genetically modified person um the two things as Starfleet developed, they said you're not allowed to serve in Starfleet. Okay. Because, I mean, imagine the power and oh, yeah. weaponry yeah. that you're given in Starfleet, right? The other <laughs> thing was you weren't allowed to serve in medicine. Again, you're <laughs> going to become a doctor and you're genetically modified and we're going to teach you how to become a doctor and how <laughs> stuff works. No, we're not going to do that. Like, those were kind of the two things that they said you're not allowed to do. Okay. Okay. Um, and and uh, we we are not going to hear much out of this for a while. We'll get sure. there eventually. It'll circle yeah, back around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's kind of, that's kind of where we, we left it. They did have, I will say this, uh, there was very little uh, genetic modification that was allowed to happen. And the rule was it was only allowed to happen while the baby was still in utero. And it was only to fix genetic defects. It was never sure. to be used for enhancement, yep, yep. right? That was that was the only that was the only thing. Makes sense. Um, so that's kind of your little Star Trek history of the world <laughs> that hasn't happened yet, and we've already passed it, and so it's not going to happen anyway. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know? Uh huh. But you you will hear though, Matt, if you ever go to the Star Trek convention, which we will in a couple of years, you and I will. Um, sure. I'm sure. <laughs> um, we'll make the, it happen. You know, like people are kind of waiting for the Third World War because that's the war that's going to unite us. It's going to be really bad, but that's the war that. <laughs> It's going to get us to a spot where we can be united as, as a people. Yeah. Which is kind of weird and sad all at the same time. But, it, it, yep. you know, um, yep. you know, yeah. Well, I, I, I guess. It, so, I mean, diving into the episode a little bit, because it's sure. right at the beginning, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when they started mentioning the 1990s, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, this, I, I, I guess I'm glad they got it wrong. Uh-huh. But at the same time, it's like, huh, interesting that you thought like that was going to be the time frame for it. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 I don't, I, I don't know what I would do 
either if I were writing a sci-fi piece, right? Right. H- how far in the future do you go? Right. Like, do you put it just 30 years? That seems to be a fairly common am- yeah. amount. Well, I mean, I mean, think about it right like, now. Like, you know, if you go 30 years in the future from now, so we're talking about 2050. Yeah, but but, but I mean, like, do, do you do you put it 30 years in the future so, you know, I, I can live to that point and see if it happens? Uh-huh. Or do you say, you know, this is 200 years in the future and no one watching this is ever going to find out if I'm right or not. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> Like, so like, I, I, I don't know what I'd do with that. I don't know yeah. which way I'd go with it, right. but it, I, I, I do find it interesting that, that, that I've been through that time now that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so like, what, what else do you have in this time frame? And so then I was surprised over, they went specifically, you know, to 2018. Yeah. It was 2018 before they could travel from one planet to another. Right. Right. And it's like when they, when they stopped using those sleeper ships. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, do you know what we're working on right now? What's <laughs> like, that? Right now. They, like, for the last, I don't know, 10 years or so, they have had people in testing chambers in NASA. At least this is a report. I don't know. I've never been there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where, like, they'll keep them in, like, them in a small little confined space for, like, three months. Okay. To see if, you know, do you go crazy after three months being in a small confined space? Mm-hmm. Because obviously they can't put them to sleep. They're not going to put them into suspended animation. Yeah. Right? But like <laughs> well, we're I... testing to see, you know, 100 days. Can you stay 100 days in a small room? Sure. With sure. your people and yeah. no outside contact. Yeah. And, you know, you just you have what you have there and float around. Because, like, if we ever want to go colonize Mars, well, guess how long it's going to take to get over there at our current speed? Yeah. We don't we don't have warp drive yet. Exactly. Or uh, impulse drive. Or Sure. <laughs> how fast um, impulse drive is but, but yeah that, that suspended animation like that, yeah. that's essentially like cryogenics right sure yeah, i mean that's sure. basically what we call it today at least right um so i mean like i that's one of those things that that gets me it's like they 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 i i i guess i've never looked into it too deeply but like they have the technology but we don't actually really know how well it works right because are you like like bring it into the real world are we really going to try this on a human being well yeah and, and, and like, that's the thing it's like i think we tried it I, on a chicken and it was okay <laughs> i heard the meat was a little tough afterwards but you know it was, uh-huh uh-huh so yeah, like little things like that that mm-hmm. that that come into this. It's like, well, we know a little bit more about that today, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. still kind of it, it, definitely in the sci-fi realm. Yeah, and so it, it's yeah. weird to see. Maybe this is just another one of those things. Like you're telling me, like Star Trek is responsible for a lot of things we know to be that that we just generally accept as being part of the sci-fi genre. Yeah, nowadays, right? Yeah, yeah. I I certainly can't say if if Star Trek was the first show to come up with the idea of suspended animation or cryo. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't get the idea that these guys were frozen. No, as no, we think of no, it. no, no. But and, and, and that's know, why it's not quite the same. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, how else are you going to do that? Like, right. Well, like, I mean, that's the real world answer right now is we got to freeze you. Exactly. Right? Well, because because that's what slows everything down to that, you know, mm-hmm. four beats per minute that, sure. that they found them at. It's right. like and, and no resp- no respiration seems really weird. But yeah. OK, well, that's sure. just the oxygen you get through your skin. <laughs> Yeah, or you're in a hyper. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know how that works exactly, but exactly. apparently that. I mean, they found a way to make it work. There you go. So, um, I'll accept it. But yeah, 
it, little things like that I like to watch for. It. All right. All right. So those were some of the questions, right, mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. you had for us. And we did our little history according to Star Trek. Uh, we might hit yes. that every once in a while. Like sometimes, <laughs> you know, there, there's a... Not every episode, but... No, 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 no. But, you know, sometimes it's... it's You got to piece this together from multiple episodes. And like oh, I yeah. said, it's, it's I'm just not always sure what all we're going to hit and what all we're not. Um, there are some things that I definitely let out, left out in that mm-hmm. that we will get to, I promise. Uh, sure. But just having some of that in the back of your head of, oh, this is just sort of what happened when we get there. So in case we miss something, you'll have that filled in. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, but let's get let's boil it down. Let's let's get down to kind of the the nitty gritty of the episode. Like what stood out to you in this episode as you're watching it? What did you notice? Those kinds of things. So the, weirdly enough, there were, there were two spots in this episode mm-hmm. that I couldn't help think about Firefly. Okay. You, 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 Firefly, the being, Firefly being another series. Yeah. yeah another yep. sci-fi series. Lasted for a season, I want to say. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I, a I lot of people really they, hate if, that. Yeah. If they actually made it through the entire first season even. Yeah, I want to say um, it was like 15 episodes and they got thir- a movie. I, I believe it's 13 episodes 13. and then year, and then years later because of the cult following, yeah. they got a movie. There you go. Uh, like it, it, it was a huge deal because that, I, I mean, it, it almost... You know, sounds mm-hmm. like the the you know the third season of Star Trek, right? Yeah, kind kind of idea, like it, something that big fan push and just mm-hmm. in my generation, it, it had never really happened before. So right. it was a huge deal when like the the fans basically made this movie happen, right? Um, but yeah, I like when they found this ship just floating out there. Mm-hmm. Like there there is an episode of Firefly where like it opens up with them finding this abandoned ship just floating in space. Sure. Like oh boy, this nothing good can come out of this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but then yeah the, the the second time was when uh like right after we met Khan uh-huh. uh well, well actually when when we started talking to Khan right. and he kind of kind of started explaining a little bit about uh you know the the the, the breeding or the genetic modifications they were doing uh-huh. um it, it it started to make me think a little bit of the reavers from firefly Okay. Like the, I, I think that's kind of what they were trying to do, right? Sure. They, 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 they were modifying humans, but it obviously went too far and things went wrong. Um, now I don't expect Khan to turn into a reaver by any means, but mm-hmm. um, it, it just little sparks like that. Once again, you kind of wonder is is this is this early Star Trek where? the other sci-fi writers were pulling from oh absolutely i I mean so much of star trek you know uh, sci-fi owes its very existence i I, I don't know i if star trek didn't exist i want to say something else would have come along yeah uh, someone figure out eventually yeah yeah uh, but star trek is what it was and so obviously so many people and i and you know finding finding a lost ship in space that shouldn't be there or shouldn't be out in that sector Mm -hmm. uh finding something from the past that uh you know it seems like it's really ancient long time ago why is it out here still yeah, uh, yeah. that is a How that is survived. a common like setup for an episode that you'll see in sci-fi sure. all over the place and by the way it's one that star trek itself will reuse a few <laughs> more times well yeah right. space sure. is a big place yeah there you go bunch of different civilizations that shouldn't be hey what's that ship places? doing out here yep. this is way too far for that era of ship yep. Yep. by the way i'm actually we we skipped an episode called tomorrow is yesterday mm-hmm pretty much the same opening setup <laughs> found something way out here from earth a long time ago that shouldn't be here sure 
Well, anyway, I could be I, completely I, wrong on that. I will throw that plug out there. If, if no one has, if anyone listening has not watched Firefly, please do so. If you're if you're a fan of sci-fi, I I have no reason to believe you wouldn't enjoy Firefly. In any case, um, continuing I've never with this it. episode, uh, I tell you, I've I, never watched it. I highly recommend you watch All right. it. All right. Um, but back to this episode. Yep, yep, yep. Khan seemed surprised to hear English. Yeah. That, I, like, th- th- this is one of those things, like, I I, I do have some trouble with, because we, we've kind of talked about before, like, obviously everything we hear, for the most part, is going to mm-hmm. be in English, just so we can understand it from an entertainment perspective. Sure. But, like, what, I, I, I guess, it's <laughs> almost a question, what was he expecting to hear? Like, wh- why was it such a big surprise? Well, I, I think if you, you know, if so, so go back. We didn't know when when his ship launched in 1996, we didn't know that there were other beings out there in the world or in the in the galaxy, in the universe. OK, OK. We didn't yet know that other things were out there. Okay. He was just trying to go find another planet. Now, there's lots of people today that surmise that there's life out there, intelligent life on other planets mm-hmm. that may mm-hmm. be more advanced than we are today. Right. So Khan may have been expecting to hear that. But like if you ever, if you were out in outer space and you got picked up by an alien spaceship or you landed on an alien's world and, and there's, you know, life there. Do you expect them to speak yeah. English? No, you, you got you a don't. good point. Yeah, you yeah. Got a good no, point. you don't. So if you're hearing English, you're going, oh, I'm back on Earth. Oh, I'm back with humans. I'm back mm-hmm. with my own kind. Right. Like that, I think, sure. is what he really It's like. I thought I dreamt spe- hearing English. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what's going on here. I guess. Yeah. If, you, if you're floating out in space for any number of years. Yeah. The first thing you hear is probably not English. Got it. Right. All right, uh, that's that's plenty fine there. Uh, Bones, yeah, he he, I, I I never would have expected this from Bones. Are you talking because, about badass Bones? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean he's he he's got him by the throat. He's got the sharp knife, scalpel knife, thing, scalpel, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, you know, and I, from what I've seen of Bones so far, like I'd expect this from from Kirk. Uh-huh. Fine, you know. I, I I kind of expect something similar from Spock, right? But like he he'd try to just kind of have that you know logical, not emotional, not not like I'm being brave type right. of thing, but you know just kind of like this doesn't make sense, you know? Uh-huh. Why are you doing like try to logic his way out of it, whatever? But Bones, you know, he, he kind of feels like the the. I mean, he's the third wheel to this. He he yeah. he's, he doesn't have that bravery. He's a medical doctor. He's, uh, I guess it, it doesn't help that you know he's not a doctors, combat guy. He's not, yeah, 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 are, are generally portrayed as, as more of a, as a support, right? Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you ever play D anD D, no one wants to be the cleric. You know, no one wants to be the healer. Mm-hmm. It's like you you don't get to go out and fight. And so to see him like step up here and like test the boundaries, see just how far he's going to go. It's like, yeah, you, you try it. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense for you to kill me, but you, you go ahead and try it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for anyone out there who's listening to us, who may not have watched this episode, which, by the way, I highly recommend you guys watch the episodes along with us. Um, Cause we're not going to recap, but in this particular scene, yeah. Dr. McCoy comes and he leans over 
uh, Khan, who we've already seen awake, and yeah. we see him grab the scalpel, and and basically as he's sitting over, Khan reaches up, grabs the doctor by his throat, and then puts this knife to his throat. And Bones, sa- and I'm I'm gonna paraphrase, I'm gonna try to quote yep, it as yep, best I can. I didn't it. write it down. He's like he's like, and he's kind of pissed off when he says like, <laughs> well, "Good God, man! Either choke me or cut my throat. One of the yep. two. By the way, if you're gonna cut my throat, go behind the ear and hit the carotid artery. That'll get yep. it really good. Like <laughs> he's and you know, and Khan's like, uh, uh, answer my question." you guy like you know it, yeah. just, it really is it, it's what i always call badass bones man that, like, that that's a good way of putting it yeah 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 it just he's he is something else man um yeah that that moment for sure you go all right all right yeah i like i will forever look at bones differently and, and, and you like <laughs> when they go down to a planet like uh-huh. you know, all right i i could see i like yeah you took him along just in case he get hurt but he can hold zone. Yeah. He'll be all right. Don't, don't forget, to, he is in the military, to too. Him. Sure. He, well, I'm sure. sorry. I'm sorry. Starfleet's not a military organization. <laughs> he is in the military, too. <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah, the, I mean, that, then we get introduced to him as Khan, and it's like, okay, uh-huh. light bulb. Like, I, I, I was not expecting that at all. Sure. Um, like, I didn't realize that like this is how we're gonna meet Khan. Like mm-hmm. like 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 I said early on, it's like I just kind of assumed like he's some villain that, you know, what was it, we find on, you know, some opposing ship or some opposing planet and, you know, he he was a good villain, so he was recurring in a couple episodes or something or whatever. But no, it's like, oh, they found him. They kind of brought him back. Like, if they hadn't woke him up, yeah. like, we wouldn't have a whole con storyline. Exactly. Like, if they, they just, you know, brought the entire ship over to uh, wherever the command post 12 or whatever they're going to, um, like, then th- that, that, as far as the Enterprise is concerned, they wouldn't be dealing with Khan. Mm-hmm, exactly. But yeah, like, so th- th- this, once again, that origin story. Yeah. I, I, and I mean, I think it's fantastic and I think it's going to be the setup for, uh, has potential for, to be great things to come. Great stories to come at least. Yes. It will, those, some of those stories will be, will be far, few and far between, sure. but they will be some of the best stories. Yeah. And there is, there is, uh, how, how do I tease this <laughs> without giving it away? Okay. There is a, there is a, a big sticking point in the world of Star Trek. Okay. It, it's a, it's a big criticism that a lot of people give Star Trek, particularly as it progresses through the various series that it has. And it, it concerns a particular race uh, that we find. And um, the it, it's, it's one of those things that the show is self-aware of. They even kind of talk about it a little bit and make light of it, you know, just kind of, ha ha ha, we all see it, we know, let's move on kind of a thing. Um, and, And eventually they come back and like rework it. Uh, to where they put this whole in-universe spin on why things are the way they are. Um, and this this episode and what happens here with the eugenics wars and, and World War III and this genetic modification, all of this comes back back to play. And it, it's, it's a really intelligent way that they did this um, to kind of not just bring this storyline back, but to wrap this storyline into the bigger world of Star Trek. Uh, and to to put it into um, to to give them a reason for why things are the way they are that the original writers just never had an idea. And when we get there, I'll come back and circle around and explain this to you. You can come back and listen okay. to this episode and go, "Oh, that's what Brent was talking about." <laughs> sure, um, sure. When I can, when I I just, I, I don't want to spoil all I trust of that you, for you. I, I, 
I trust you'll bring it back up when it needs I to. I promise you I yep. will. I promise you I will. Uh, All right. Because, and it'll be so like uh, – well, I mean because you'll have seen this, mm-hmm. you'll come back and go, oh, like you'll – I won't have to explain it. You'll know it. Like, okay. go, oh, okay. that's that. And that's how this – oh, that's very clever the way they did that there. You know. All right. All right. Yeah, you'll get there. So I mean what, what else jumped out to you about this uh, particular episode? Anything else? There are a lot of good quotes in this episode. Yeah, there were. I, I like I'm that just, you're picking up on quotes. When I ask this question, this is what I really hope you get to is the, the quotes and the messages and the meanings of yeah. what they're trying to tell us here. So go ahead. So, yeah, I, I, I think it's easiest just to run through a few and quick. If you have sure. something to say about them, go for it. But uh, we get this one from Spock. Superior ability breeds superior ambition. Yeah. That yeah that that go that it's quite deep sure. actually sure um sure one that was just kind of odd mm-hmm. I, I think it was just an odd wording and it seemed even more odd because it came from Khan okay but you rearranged your hair for me okay <laughs> like that's that's. That's not how we talk about hair normally. Rearranged your hair. Sure. Okay. Okay. I um, never would have picked up on that, Matt. That's so it, weird it, that you did, but okay. It, it was a weird line. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, then we get one from Kirk. Well, hey, yeah, well no, no, no. Let's, let's talk about yep. Khan and, and his, his, uh, his ways with the women. Okay. Yeah. I, I did have some okay. thoughts about that or some questions or I, I don't know. Because on the one hand, I, I he's pretty smooth, down, right? Yes. The, the magnetism of Khan. They, yeah. they, they use that word a few times. Sure. Magnetism. Sure. And like – It was one of the most admired. He was the most yeah, admired of the tyrants. It, it started to make yeah. me wonder after a while, like, does is there something to that? Like, are is it just, you know, he's handsome and suave and good with the ladies and, you know, that type of thing, you know, mm-hmm. or – you know, it does this affect everybody? Is that why he got to rule such a large portion? Like, does he have some sort of like extra ability, some sort of like I don't know, sixth sense almost type of thing yeah. to to get people on his side or it, with his way of thinking or right. whatever? However you want to phrase it, however you want to explain it. Like, is that like part of his modifi- genetic modification? Like, is there something to that, or are, are are we just to believe that you know he's just you know he's good at his job yeah. type of thing? I you know I think that's a question that they left unanswered on purpose. Sure, I really do because it it is it part of his genetic modification? Well, it, it doesn't seem like all the the augmented people, the the genetically modified people. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like all of them have that same. Well, thing, no, but we that, didn't really get to I, meet many of them either. No, we didn't meet yeah. any any of the other ones. I don't think. Yeah. And like, I I don't think even if we I mean, did, we, we met them when they like, were doing morning yoga. That was about it. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. There were a you few know he there. went through and yep. gave them their names, yep. but that's all yep. we saw. You know. Yeah, I forgot about that scene, but yeah, we did see a few of them there. Um, mm-hmm. But like they they. Uh, they didn't start out as equal people, mm-hmm. and even when modified, I, I mean, if they, they were still like testing things, I don't think they had necessarily perfected this modification. Right. So I don't, I wouldn't expect all of them to turn out the same, you know, sure. because they they started at a different point, and even if they gave them the exact same modifications, what's to say they end up all the same then? Mm-hmm. If you're starting from different places, so I, it, I mean, just mathematically, mm-hmm. if it, it, two plus Five. If the modification is five, is seven. If you start at a three plus five, you're at eight. Like there's going to be different levels. So like I, I just don't. 
I wouldn't expect them to be all the same. I think he was kind of the best of the best and whatever they did, whether they modified him differently or they modified everybody the same, he ended up at the top of things. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was the leader. That's why he, and so if he does have some sort of extra ability because of that, like I would believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it could be, it could be either way. Or is he just uh, a charismatic guy who's a cult follower or a guy who creates his own religion or, you know, uh, mm-hmm. dives into that? Like, you know, or just a guy who have, I mean, because, because we watch him go from, man, this guy is super smooth with the ladies yeah. to this guy's a little bit of an abuser. Like, oh, yeah. like this yeah. guy's a, he's a manipulator. He's a whatever you want to call it. Like manipulator is the word I, I, I would go for because yeah. like that, that that's what I thought when, like, he, he was very straightforward with, uh, uh, what's her name? The historian. Um, MacGyver's. Yeah, MacGyver's. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he straight up said, I intend to take this ship. Right. And and then he, like, kind of agreed, well, okay, if you don't want to come with me, then go. I'm like, right. wait, no. You don't you let just, her go. You just told her your told plan. Her your plan. Yeah. You can't let her go. She knows too much. But then, you know, she kind of flipped right away. And, and, and like, it almost felt like, like okay it, that was a little bit of manipulation like i think this as far as the episode writing goes it was mm-hmm. done very well i think sure because it gave us that you know okay he was manipulating her right but it almost seemed a little too easy like he knew it was gonna happen he uh-huh. like flipped that switch in her right. head and right. it's like it's gonna be your choice but I, I've already got you. I, I know you're. I know you're coming with me. Right. Don't worry. Right. And, and so that 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 just makes me keep jumping back and forth. It's like, yeah. what oh, and by the way, fast forward all the way to the end, and she says, "Hey, I'll go live with him." Mm-hmm. I like she sticks mm-hmm. with her quote unquote abuser. I mean, does this man just have like pheromones oozing out of him <laughs> or something? Like, you know, it, it. Yeah, it's it's just you know. I mean, okay, let's bring it back to the to the Harry Potter world that that mm-hmm. you and I come back to. Of sure, you know what made. Uh, what made a guy like Voldemort or Grindelwald so attractive to people? Like, how did he win people to his side? You know, to to I, take over or, or go with where they were? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, we could say I this mean, about any number of, of characters throughout fiction and in real life. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times it's just you know people are attracted to power, right? Yeah. And whoever, I, I mean, go into the Harry Potter thing. Like the one, the one person we talk about often is like Wormtail. Sure. Like he, he very much floated to where he thought the most power was. Right. He, he, he's right. been on both sides of it. And so like. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't read <laughs> Harry Potter. It's been out for 20 years now. Yeah. I'm not too worried about that. I've done my spoiler free run. Um <laughs> So it, like you kind of figure or I kind of figure at least the when when he was back on earth amassing his, his nations and stuff like mm-hmm. once he got a good chunk I can see yeah that's how he got more and more and more it's like okay yeah we're just going to join the number one guy sure fine it kind of like like it's that growth that just grows exponentially yep like you got a little, yep. bit, a little bit and then all of a sudden it just ballooned. he, he, yeah. he hit the tipping point yeah sure. exactly but here in this case okay the historian Right. Knows a little bit of what happened in the past and maybe kind of knows who this guy is. I don't remember if she actually did at this point because I think this was when uh, Kirk was figuring out who he actually was. Right. Um, So I don't know if she actually knew that. And so just given her limited scope of of this guy like i i don't see that you know mm-hmm. oh this is the all-powerful guy i should follow him coming into play 
right. as much. Like this feels more like I'm manipulating this individual or I like, like you said, maybe the, the pheromone thing or something like that. Like, I don't know what's going on, but I, I, I don't think it's necessarily our stereotypical. I'm just following power type of thing. Right. And, you know, I find it interesting. They never once compared Khan to a uh, Hitler. Sure. Which was probably the most recent, you know, uh, uh, dictator to, to take over like that. But they did compare yeah. him to Napoleon. Yeah. Yep. I want to say they compared him to Charlemagne, perhaps, or Alexander the Great. That's who he did. Alexander yep. the Great. Or Yeah, there were like three people. They yeah, or right Caesar. Off. I think Caesar was another one. Like, okay. And those are those are far enough removed from our time frame that it kind of works on the math from where MacGyver's was removed from his time frame. Um, <laughs> sure. You know, like like we look back on Hitler and we just go, okay, even as a historian, that's evil, that's bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not going. I, I'm already prejudiced against him. I'm not going to like him. Whatever happened back then, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Although that'd be an interesting movie now. Like, <laughs> go back and be determined not to. Okay, don't make that movie. But I mean, think about it though. A Napoleon, like if you were to go back in time with what you know of napoleon yeah i don't know if napoleon was a good or a bad guy apparently he was bad enough it went into the french revolution like mm-hmm. you know uh we know caesar some people loved him some people didn't uh mm-hmm. we alexander the great kind of the same thing he just went around conquering people until he died of something a mosquito bite or something like yep uh, you know uh genghis khan like good guy back I, I don't really know but could you get I, taken I, in I, with I, him I did actually wonder that connection for a little bit or oh, when, when we got con yeah and i'm like Okay, th- there was a whole line of cons. If he's just giving us a one name thing, it, it, I, like I, at first, that's where I thought he was going to be tied in. Uh-huh. Was to like the cons back on Earth that we know, sure, Genghis Khan and Kublai Khan and all those cons, right? But like, yeah, they 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 went in a different direction. I'm fine with that. Whatever. Um. So yeah, that, but. I, I, I'm still not sure what to think of Khan and right. how, how he works. All right. All right. All right. Well, what, what else jumped out to you as we kind of start to turn the corner here on this, this episode tonight? Um, they finally learned how to fight. Yeah. Did you, did you appreciate that nice, big, open, clear engineering bay <laughs> that had nothing in it except everything was pushed against the walls? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But, I mean, even from the first hit when uh, – it was before that, but when, when Khan escaped his, yeah. his, his chamber, right? Right. And he walks out in the hallway and smacks the guy, and he goes head over heels. Yeah, yeah. He goes flying. Right. And I'm like, all right, they stepped it up. Yeah. Like, they, they got a stunt guy in here, actually. Sure. Who, who who knows how to make a hit look real? Right. And then yeah, when when we got Khan and Kirk, I'm right. like, all right, they they actually got a choreographer in here. They got some, got mm-hmm. some stunt people in here. Whatever it took. Right. I, I but this wasn't a double handed axle ear boxing on a rubber suit. Yes. Gorn. Yes. Right. Like exactly. <laughs> we went from Gorn to this, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I I like it's still it's still 60s fighting. Right. But. The hits looked somewhat plausible. Sure. There are people flipping around. They were, you know, kicking and punching and, you know, yeah. as you might expect people to do. You know, you know? The, the only problem I had with this yeah. was the scale of it. Okay. What Khan is supposed to be five times stronger than Kirk. Oh, yeah. And you, yeah. you would think that that also means he could take a punch five times better than a normal human being. Now, we already yeah. know from the Gorn episode that Kirk has enough skills that, uh, you know, it would kill any normal human being with the way he fights. <laughs> uh, but even still, like, I mean. Khan is not a normal human being. Right. But, like, I mean, Kirk takes a punch from 
Khan five times stronger than he is. But, uh, you make a good point because, yeah, Bones. But said the other guy like, goes flying. He could, he could lift up the both of us with one arm. Right. And then you know, to prove like, it, he grabs the phaser and, like, bends it and ha- doesn't break it, bends yeah, it in that, half. That, that was a little weird, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I. I didn't quite get that. Like, why? Yeah. Why didn't you just snap it in two? I, I think it were it really was just. Uh, let's remind everybody how strong he's supposed to be. Yeah, you know. Um, but it's that's the only. Pro- but as far as you're right, the choreography of the fight, mm-hmm. like it, it's getting better, right? Yes. Like the, the, it yes. really is getting much better. I, I I appreciated that they they I, like I don't know if they got feedback on that or what, but sure. I'm glad that it's it, it's getting some attention. Right. All right. Uh, yeah, I. I think. Can I give you one more line? What's that? That I that I picked up on. Uh, Kirk said this, talking to I want to say it was Spock. He said, "We as humans have a streak of barbarism in us." <laughs> yep. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those. Can anyone listening to this podcast sit there and go, "I do"? Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know, we all we all like to see that one guy get hit, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you mm-hmm. just said it. We like to see the fight. The fight was good, yep. right? I mean, yep. So it's there. It's it's we got to deal with it. Uh, doesn't mean we can't overcome it, but it, you know we just know that it's innate into who we are. Yeah. So three quick things. All right. Um, one, I'm glad that Spock is quick to pick up on things. Okay. Which doesn't necessarily like it would be his nature. Like he he seems more like a ask questions first type of guy, uh-huh. right? He wants to see the logic behind it. But I, I'm glad that you know when when he was being marched in and Kirk comes and attacks around the corner, it's like oh Spock just jumps on that. It's like oh I see what's going on here. Uh-huh. So love love his reaction times. Right. Um, the oh that should have been a question. The the SETI Alpha Star System. Yeah. Is that anything I'm going to need to know? Uh, file it way back there in the back of your head along All with right. Noonie and Singh. Sure. Uh, and specifically the planet they left him on planet was SETI Alpha 5. Yeah. Just, just yeah. All yeah. right. Just, if you ever hear SETI Alpha, let that bring, yep. bring this yep. back up. We'll try to do that. Yeah. Um, And then finally, I, I, I'm glad they brought – maybe Milton was a bigger thing back in the 60s. I don't know. Uh-huh. But I'm glad they explained it in the show because sure. I had no idea where that was going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I've seen I this episode several times and I forget. And Every time they reference Milton, I, I forget that, that reference, that line. I, yeah. I, I Like, like it, it, it's nice that – you can have that interactions like okay Khan and Kirk are on the same level they understand each other they mm-hmm. they have the same type of education or whatever but at, as a viewer mm-hmm. i am very very glad that they explained that because sure. i would have had no idea where they're going he, like uh-huh. even just looking up milton afterwards i'm like well if he's a prolific author like how am i supposed to know what you were referencing sure <laughs> like so yeah. that, that that's yeah. good. Thank you, exposition. Yes. <laughs> All right. Anything else? I think that about wraps it up. All right. Well, this brings us up really to the end of the show, Matt, mm-hmm. uh, where we ask the final two questions of you. I think I know the answer <laughs> is, uh, you know, did you like this episode? Would you watch it again? And do you understand why I chose this particular episode for you as part of your watching experience of Star Trek? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I enjoyed it. I mean, if if you couldn't tell yes. from this episode, 
Uh, I, I definitely enjoyed it. it the, the origin story kind of makes it a, a easy green light for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'd watch it again to see what's going on, especially if we once once we get more of Khan, I'd probably come back to it and see uh, watch this again just to see if there's anything that jumps out again. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I I mean, I would have to guess the the main reason is because of the origin of Khan. Mm-hmm. Um, why you included this episode? But uh, I, I mean, like I said, there there are a lot of quotable things. Most of them we brought up. Um, I mean, w- w- the whole question of you know, w- was he actually a tyrant, a villain? You know, yeah. like uh, or was he a that, good a good ruler? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. It, like there, there's a lot of deep things you could get into, right. almost like philosophically. That like, what's going on yeah. here? And it's like we and, definitely don't have time for all of that right now. But and that's why I think it matters on a and I. I would. I am not a big fan of prequels. I think prequels are way overdone. Sure. Um, and in Star Trek, we now have two prequels, and it's <laughs> one too many for me personally. Because uh, I want us to go forward. I want to see what happens next. However, I would be okay with something that definitively answers was or were the eugenics wars caused by humanity rising up, which mm-hmm. would tell you that yeah, there might not have been any massacres or, or things like that. Uh, but he was still not a good a good ruler yep right and people still suffered under him mm-hmm. or uh was this really a war between and i prefer to actually kind of think about it that way that it was more of a war between the different you know superhumans and somehow they they folded under con or maybe there was hundreds of them and con like got 80 <laughs> of them that were these were his 80 or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. right um like i like i don't know like and i think that that matters and i think it goes back to a bit i think ultimately the show is trying to say that uh and maybe rightly so any form of despotism any form of um dictatorship is bad yeah right that, like I, I, even despite I, that, the that greatness be, of it like it's yep, not that, okay. that would be my guess i mean given right. given the the previous rulers they brought up sure. you know a few times in the episode and like you say going back to the time this was written mm-hmm. like i i i think you can you can see the rulers that were out there and any ruler that has anything in common with how they described khan was at that time at least viewed as a bad thing sure um, sure. At least from an outsider's perspective. Sure. So, because I mean, you got the guy in Vietnam, you got the guy in Korea, you got the guy in Russia, you got the guy in—I mm-hmm. um, uh, I don't know. I mean, name, name any <laughs> name any country. Or, I mean, the world was divided at that point, like yeah. hotly, yeah. hotly. So, yeah, it certainly it certainly goes to that. So, all right, Matt. Well, man, I'm really glad you liked this episode. One little one last note before we get to what we're watching next week. Sure. Um, th- this is just a fun note, production note. It was during the production of this episode that Gene Roddenberry had. Learned learned that NBC had decided to keep Star Trek on for a full season. Really? Yeah. So, you know, and there was a nice little letter that came from Lucille Ball. You remember her in the history of <laughs> yep, Star Trek? Yep, yep, She, yep. she, the boss at Desilu Studios, and it, it reads, here's the note. It says, Dear Gene and the rest of your hardworking people, just heard the good news and want you to know how proud and happy I am. Looks like you have a real hit on your hands, and we appreciate your efforts. Lucy. <laughs> that's awesome. Love Lucy. Awesome. <laughs> I wonder if that's what it was signed. Love, Love Lucy. Love Lucy. You love Lucy. Uh, 
<laughs> but uh, so, yeah. All right, Matt. Well, the episode we're watching next week, I'm going to skip a couple episodes. We're going to watch one called Errand of Mercy. Errand of Mercy. Errand of okay. Mercy. I am not going to give you any spoilers of what this one is about. You're just going to have to watch it. <laughs> and as soon as you do, I'm pretty sure you're going to know right away why this one is on the list. And by the way, if you like origin stories, I think you might like this one, too. Awesome. I think you might like this one, too. All right. Uh, well, with that, Matt, uh, let's go ahead and close out the show. Uh, why Why don't you tell the folks out there where they can find you uh, on the internet if they want to talk to you about anything we've talked about today? Absolutely. Best place to find me on the internet is over on Twitter at As a Matter of Matt. And if you guys want to get in touch with me, I am also on Twitter and on the other social medias at Brent Allen Live. And if you want to contact the show, please do. Listen, we are halfway through our episodes for the original series. Of all the episodes, we're halfway through them. (laughs) And uh, if I've left out an episode that you think Matt should watch or you want to make the case for one, because you don't know what's on the list, I do. But, you know, if you want to make the case for one, you can do that. I invite you to do that. Uh, You can do that by emailing me to beammeuppod at gmail.com. Or, you know, you don't have to talk about that. You can talk about anything we talked about on today's episode. Uh, Beammeuppod at gmail.com is the email address. You can shoot us on Twitter. Find us over on Twitter at beammeuppod. Or, if you don't want to do either of those two, you want to call us, you can do that. Leave a voicemail. The number is 702-518-TREK. That's 702-518-8735. And we may play it on an upcoming episode here of the Beam Me Up podcast. Well, Matt, man, thank you so much for going through uh, Space Seed with me. It is certainly a marquee episode of Star Trek. I'm very, very glad you liked it. And uh, we still don't know how to close out the show, so we'll just say until next time. Later.